Welcome, welcome. I am Dina, and this is Discussions with Dina. Wishing you peace and blessings. If you have not already, please subscribe and feel free to share and like this commentary. And let me know what you think about this topic. I would love to hear what you think about what I am about to speak on. And as always, there is much happening in our world today. So much so you can feel mentally exhausted, just drained, or just a bit sick of being sick and tired. And I am certainly sick of hearing all of the complaints and this overwhelmingly abundance of seeing us do nothing to change our existence. Now, even though I am a little perturbed with watching and hearing so many of our people that seem to be going, we seem to be going backwards as people. I'm just sick of hearing the complaining when it comes to the injustice system. And I would like for us to start doing something, changing our existence. Where are our black delegates? Where are these bold individuals that are supposed to speak about the change and make things happen so that we can be involved in the change that is needed for us and our people? Where are these people? Are they just mouthpieces for their employers? Are there associates? It seems that we are not doing anything today to propel ourselves and change the condition of our environment, our people. It seems there is nothing that is happening to change what is going on. We have just become accustomed to doing nothing for ourselves. And the thing is, many of us are just unwilling to do anything. We're comfortable, stagnant. So we are satisfied. But we take every opportunity to partake in this weed lace combo that we hear sometimes on YouTube or Facebook or social media, or this alcohol spike conversations or drug fortified nonsense commentary that really accomplishes nothing for us. Now, I like hearing others' perspectives. I like knowing what others think about any situation or about planning and building businesses or um, physically working to change or improve our existence as a people. Because we can't keep smoking and puff puff passing and drinking and partying and joking while succeeding at producing nothing that is tangible for us as a people. Now at some point, we are going to have to become actively creating the change that we desire. And that means 
being about the business of developing ideas and actively bringing those ideas into existence, into fruition, here, now, and in the present. That is, only if we intend or want to change our existence. Now, I saw where Uganda, a Uganda representative, I think his name was Museveni, surrendered their only international airport over to Chinese because of a loan they could not repay. When I read this, it just ticked me off. I was genuinely feeling disgusted. Straight sickened by the pic that I saw this black man shaking the hands of this Chinese man that will now own this property in a country. Really? An African country? And this Chinese man's expression reminded me of when you would say the cat who swallowed the canary. All those feathers on his look just flying around his head and he just almost <laughs> laughing. That's, this is how the picture was in my mind. Now I am repulsed by this and I could not help but ask who in the freak keep coming up with these loan stipulations and who is authorizing these people to sign it and give Chinese control of these countries in Africa. All of these people need to be dismissed. I mean, just throw all their asses away. They are, in fact, helping the conquistadors to conquer Africa with this agenda. And I would question their allegiance. Who authorizes this bullcrap? And are these people on crack, meth, or just plain ignorant? I know a real leader cannot possibly be making these bargains or signing, in other words, giving away Africa to the Chinese people. Fire these people. Remove these imperialists from your country because they do not work for the betterment of you or your country. Why do these people keep putting these stipulations into your loans? And why are you using these loans? You know what the result will be. They never seem to understand, comprehend, or even utilize their own resources in Africa for their own benefit. Why is everybody else getting rich off of Africa except for the African? What is wrong with you? Somebody needs to make this make sense for me. I just don't know what the hell or what what country is willingly allowing a foreign country to control their land, their resources. Renegotiate the loan. Make exceptions for, and for God's sake, Africans, stop allowing these people to take your country from you. I am predicting that we will soon be calling Africa China-Africa. China-Africa. Mm -hmm. Now let's just throw them all away. Because this is as messed up as it gets. 
Now, in much of Africa today, China is the imperialist power, whether they want to admit it or not. When you are in debt to people, it, it is slavery. And no, not all of us are free from debt, but that should always be our goal. Now, there are an estimated 12% of Africa's industrial production. That means over $500 billion annually. Half of Africa's internationally um, contracted construction is carried out by Chinese. And I just don't mean their money. It's deep. And I just have to ask, what the hell are you thinking, Africans? I know some refer to it as neo-colonial behavior. But I'm just going to call them colonizers because that's what they are. But my thing is, wake up, Africa. Are you blind? Now, China National Petroleum Corporation is a major so-called investor that operates within South Sudanese oil fields. But the funny thing is that these Chinese who are claiming to be helping Africa are not bound by any environmental standards at all. So what are they doing in Africa? They're polluting Africa. They're filling the local neighborhoods with um, poison that results in children born with deformities and they're destroying the natural fertile land and not to mention what it does to the livestock. These people, Chinese are in Sudan, Ethiopia, Kenya, just all over Africa in every aspect. I even seen where these people made a Chinese man the um, leader of their village. Come on. What are we drinking over there? Did somebody put something in the water? They are taking over the land with these so-called loans for infrastructure. The Chinese are in Africa building railways with Chinese trains, Chinese construction workers, and Chinese staff members, Chinese companies, Chinese standards and specifics, and Chinese engineering. They will not even employ you Africans in Africa. And many live apart from you in your African society. Now, why the hell do you think they would be doing Chinese standards in an African country? And why the hell... With Africans, even allow this kind of nonsense. You have to wonder. Anybody with a thinking brain, one you probably got one brain cell left, but wouldn't you be questioning why are you in an African country engineering Chinese merchandise? Providing it to your standards, your guidelines, preparing it. What are you preparing for? Why are you allowing this to occur in your country, Africa? 
Africans because I know this is a continent, but they're they're controlling every aspect of it. You are not demanding anything of them that even exemplifies a guideline. These people need to be told to get the hell out of your country. This is pure nonsense. And I believe, and it's evident, they intend to live and run Africa. So they are preparing. They're bringing their people over. They're preparing things the way they have them in China. They're preparing Africa for the transition. They want it to be a smooth transition. And none of you seem to be the wiser about this. What have you what are you doing to stop this? And what kind of country allows this bullcrap to occur over and over again? China Africa. They are seizing and their goal has been to seize your banks, your ports, to control airports. And they're gonna completely own Africa. And what will happen to you, African? They're doing it with your consent. You have people in positions that need to be thrown away. Because they are politely allowing this to happen. Using infrastructure. Please use your resources for yourself and for your people's benefit. We get so much slack over here about what we haven't done, what we should do. But we hesitate to speak on what is happening in Africa. Because that's our um, space also. It's ours. It's ours too. Now recently, The Guardian posted an article which stated that on Tuesday, November 17th in 2015, the Ugandan government signed an agreement with a Chinese bank called, it's the Export-Import Bank of China, Exim Bank, to borrow $207 million at 2% upon disbursement. The loan had a maturity period of 20 years, including a seven-year grace period. It has now emerged that this deal signed with the Chinese lenders virtually means Uganda has surrendered its most prominent and only international airport. The Uganda Civil Aviation Authority, UCAA, says some provisions in the financing agreement with China expose the Entebbe International Airport and other Ugandan assets to be attached and taken over by Chinese leaders upon arbitration in Beijing. Are you serious? It also came out that China has rejected recent pleas by Ugandan, please my ass, to renegotiate the toxic clauses of the 2015 loan, leaving Ugandan President Yoweri Museveni's administration in limbo. According to the Daily Monitor, the Ugandan government waived international immunity and agreement is signed to secure the loan, exposing the airport to take over. And it has no international protection. Now why the hell would your country, why would you even allow this man to sign such an agreement? 
I'm starting to wonder, are these people agents themselves? Now, in desperation, it says that Uganda, in March, sent a delegation to Beijing, hoping to renegotiate the toxic clauses of the deal. But the officials came back empty-handed as China would not allow the terms of the original deal to be varied. Then send another delegation, a different delegation. Seek more knowledgeable individuals. I'm sorry. This was a plan from the beginning, and honey, we would be negotiating till the cows come home. This would be challenged legally because this, to me, from the start, was what we call those loans. What are those loans called? Those scam loans. This loan was toxic, and the stipulation should have been deemed extreme. Now, last week, Uganda's finance minister, Matia Kasaji, apologized to Parliament for mishandling the $207 million loan from the China Bank that expanded the international airport. Apology? Oh, yeah, that solved everything. Now, how is this apology going to fix this? By giving the Chinese government your airport. Throw all them leaders away. There is no real leadership. Now, this article goes on to say that the progress of works at the airport built in 1972 has reached 75.2%, with two runways, two runways, having reached overall completion of 100%. But at what cost? You fixed it up to give it to the Chinese. What have you produced? So this airport in Uganda handles over 1.9 million passengers per year. Its seizure by China would greatly dent the legacy. Who cares about the legacy of Museveni, who came to power on the back of an armed uprising in 1986? It says it exposed him to election defeat. Throw them all away. It is no secret what China has been doing by slowly stealing Africa bit by bit under the guise of helping finance infrastructure there. And why are we always controlled by others, may I ask, black people? It's because they hold our purse strings, because we refuse to get up and do for self, to build for self, and to produce anything that benefits us exclusively. And that is true even here in the United States. They keep their rich slaves in control by threatening their money. They keep their poor slaves by threatening their money. And we are none the wiser. And it is why we must build an economic base for ourselves exclusively. Do not tell me we cannot do it. Other groups do it. Follow their platform. Follow what they have laid out for you. It is only us stuck on this kumbaya crap while other people in this world continue to control and manipulate us in every aspect of our thinking. How we feed our family, where we live, and how we live is controlled by others. So we can talk about what needs to be done, but we have to put down the mic, put down the weed, put down the alcohol and nonsense, and get up and build something for ourselves. There is too much, absolutely too much nonsense, absolutely. We are talking about what makes 
a woman this or a man that, while the world is being taken away from us, we have no resources. But we're talking about getting with other people, how I need to look, how I need to drink. Get your butt up and do something for yourself and your people. It is straight sickening when you analyze the energy that we give to everything and everybody but our own group of people. We have become accustomed to just complaining and responding to horrible treatment. But we do nothing to build anything for ourselves. Where is our infrastructure? If you talk unity or speak unity, there are a thousand reasons why you cannot come together with your brother or your sister, but you have no hesitancy when it comes to any other group. All of the stuff they've done to you in the past or yesterday or going to do tomorrow, you don't mention that. It's only when we're talking about building and doing something for ourselves exclusively. We have become comfortable doing nothing. And no one wants to work toward developing anything exclusively for us. So we're always finding ourselves in this predicament. We have no clinics. We have no banks. We have no real communities. No one is willing to sacrifice an hour or a minute of their time to invest in volunteering to help build, to help teach your youth, to construct something exclusively for us. We won't even sit and brainstorm. We'll bring up excuses. Oh, that, 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 that Negro emotion. Or I don't like how he looked. I don't like what he said. We have a million reasons why we can never bring ourselves to get together and do what needs, what we know needs to be done. So we can't change our existence until we change our thinking. Get rid of these egos, egos we have and stop being stagnant. That's right. We're stagnant as a people. We are doing nothing but foolishness. We're accomplishing nothing but foolishness. We're building nothing and therefore nothing is expected. But at some point, you are going to have to realize that it will take work, physical work, mental work, spiritual work. And it's going to take charity of your time and your resources by many of us of like mind to even begin to establish this freedom, justice, and equality we claim to all want. So, if it is that we seek freedom from this bondage. I'm talking about financial bondage. I'm talking about the freedom to have our children walk up and down the street and not have to worry about them being harmed by anyone or being discriminated against because of their beautiful black skin. And I ain't talking about mixing with any other group or any other race to accomplish this. We have to get with those of like mind and begin to build. We need resources of our own. And yes, this will, this will take sacrifice. So again, our question is, is that what you really want? Or are you satisfied? Because some of you have convinced yourself that marrying a descendant of your former oppressor is somehow propelling you to a bigger and better status. 
sorry to inform you, but that kumbaya, let's just make, marry, and reproduce with your former oppressor, does not change your status or uplift your people in this society. It only shows our lack of understanding when it comes to self-preservation and the need for self-love and acceptance. Rest assured, it does not mean that you are doing anything to further your own race of people. That is not revolution, my brother and my sister. It's just sex. Now, more than ever, propaganda has become the weapon that is used to hurt the masses of us. As black people, it's what's going on? What's the new dance? What's the new drink? What's the new attire? We need some dojo and gabon. All that nonsense. Snatching and grabbing merchandise. Merchandise. Really? We need some tangible resources. Tangible resources. We need to be building institutions such as our own black schools, and I don't just mean an institution that copies from our oppressor. I don't, a former oppressors, I just don't mean that. We need a more intellectual, we need a more um, uplifting that motivates and transitions your thinking so that you can build for your kind. And accepting you and yours doesn't mean, doesn't mean you have to neglect or look at everyone else as the enemy. Focus on you. There is a lack today of, and anyone that has half a mind notices this. I don't even see a lot of black families on TV. Where's the traditional black family? The black mom the black father, the black children. I don't mean partially black people, and I don't have any problem with those. I don't want to see what they give us or they say is acceptable, ambiguous people. I want to see black people. I like seeing me. I like me. I like this blackness. And I would love to see us have a mindset that says... You are important, black people, black child. So let's show you. When we get in positions where we can do things like produce, direct, and even offer or have channels or TV stations, we don't focus on the black family. And you would think that black families no longer exist today. Even the commercials seem to show black men with Caucasian women or non-black women and but mixed women and, and women and I don't have any problem with anybody being any of that. But I want to see me represented. And I would like for us, at least the majority of us, to have a self-preservation mindset. Because I am explaining to my babies where, and I got black babies, I got black grandbabies. So when we're watching, I have to identify propaganda in TV, in media, because it's very prevalent, but nobody wants to speak honestly or do anything about it when we are in a position to do so. We don't focus on changing the subconscious of our youth. We just settle and accept 
So when there's one voice out here trying, we're looked upon as the enemy. Oh, that's a hater. Oh, she's this or he's that. But it's going to take us with these mindsets coming together to make real change. Because not everybody is subject to this. What I mean is some of us can recognize propaganda. And so those of us who do, we need to be developing and strategizing so that we can change our future existence. So that when these children, these black babies are born on this planet, they don't have to deal with what we've had to deal with. They don't have to search for themselves because we are doing a job, the job now, of preparing them. You would think the traditional family just is extinct, the black family. But that's because we have allowed that. We have black so-called black channels and black shows, but we don't even care to speak to the minds of our youth. We don't want to take the time to develop shows that promote them in a positive way. So they don't grow up seeing themselves and this idea of family is given to them by TV. Then we wonder why there's not a black male, black female, and black children. We wonder why there's not this traditional family. But we have more power than we would admit to. But the question is, are you willing to work, to build, to prepare, to change our existence and the existence of our future offsprings? We're all victims of propaganda at some point in our life. But we have to take it upon ourselves to develop educational programming catering to black children. There is no black channel that does this exclusively to the traditional black family or the black child. It has been tainted so bad that if you even speak on developing such a thing, it'll be your own people that will speak against it, that will tell you you're being racist. How are you being racist when you're wanting the best for your own? I don't hear that from any Chinese group that speak, any Mexican group that speak, any Latino group that says my people, any Indian group. It is only black people that hangs on this nonsense. And it has to stop. Everyone else looks out for their people, their heritage, and even demand resources. Except us. We have been sold a bill of goods that we have bought that tells us that looking out for and accepting our own blackness and black people is somehow wrong. So we spend our time rallying for others who use our assistance and leave us as they found us. On the bottom of the totem pole. Now, I can see and I can hear representatives for different groups, Mexicans, um, Latinos. I mean, like I said, all groups. And I even heard of one group called Pacific Islanders. I said, I'm going to start calling myself an Atlantic, Pacific, Gulf of Mexico, or... <laughs> 
I mean, it, this stuff is getting bizarre. But these people want to be represented. And they don't hesitate to call themselves that. But we do. We hesitate. We're always with this um, kumbaya stuff. Even within the black caucus, I don't see them enough in action, speaking out, and working for us. We need to demand more from them. We have to get out of this notion that wanting to assist our people and to see them do better and be better and be more successful and have more of this world under their foot is wrong. Wanting to build something for your group or your kind is not wrong. And I want you to know that. You only think this because we were programmed to think that way. But it is natural to want for yourself and your people, your kind. There's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. In nature, you will not see the wolf trying to build for the fox. Or the hyena building for the coyote. It is not natural. It is only a trait given to us by those in power over us. And no, I am not against showing compassion for any other people. I am not. But I do know that charity begins at home. We've become so indoctrinated completely. And even some aspects of the civil rights movement may have contributed to this thinking. I understand that. But now the only thing stopping us is us. We seem to have completely stopped trying to do anything to benefit ourselves exclusively. We're even afraid to say black people. We like to say black people, people of color, or we got to pull some other group in. They don't do that with us. So we have to take an interest in developing things that help us help our youth, and will help us into the future. We have to build. We're going to have to get up, stop talking, and work toward what it is that we need to accomplish, that we know we need to do. And that means we have to contribute to factors, to building, educating, and preparing the next generation so they don't have to deal with any of the things that we see today. I know some of, some of you are just comfortable and you're secure in being second-class citizens. But that has to change. And how does that change? By developing our own communities. By educating our people spiritually, mentally, physically, developing a workforce, and most of all, we have to have them have become free from desire to be accepted by the descendants of their former oppressors. Removing completely the nonsense we see exemplified today. And I am referring to the need for acceptance by those in society. That I mean, it's, pre it's prevalent. We jump through hoops to satisfy and impress and be accepted, to be employable. It's all about profit. Not knowing the importance of self-love, self-knowledge, self-preservation, 
if we would focus on these things, we could build things that could benefit our black society, our black people. We don't have to attach ourselves to other groups and other people and other cultures, cultures to um, get what they call clout. We can build this ourselves. Now, once our offsprings start to exemplify love for self and kind and acceptance of self and kind, we know we have done our jobs. Until then, we need to be about the business of building our for our own betterment as a people. Until then, we have a lot to do in teaching our youth simply to get a good education so they can get a good job with no responsibility to or for others like themselves is clearly not the solution alone. We have to deal with these systematic issues today and how we deal with them is by elevating the way we think about ourselves, elevating our behavior and working toward building a better society for ourselves and our people. So we got to stop being stagnant. We're not moving forward. We are motionless. We are dormant. We are accomplishing nothing, it seems. We have to elevate ourselves, black people. From this, it's like a, I, I guess it's referred to and would be referred to, it's like we're in a matrix. But we have the power to create our own heaven right here. Yes, we do. But we have to ask the question, who is willing to make that sacrifice? The necessary sacrifices. The uniting with others and removing all the things that separate you from accomplishing what you should as a people. Putting away your egos, your religion, and focusing on what will build better black people and propel us to where we should be. But let me know what you think about this. Subscribe. Leave your comments and your thoughts on this commentary. Because I want to know what you think and how we can begin to change our standards here, our situation, so that we are not controlled, but we are developing and building strong people in a strong black society. Let me know what you think. Subscribe, like, and share. I want to thank you for listening. And I will see you next time on Discussions with Dina. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share. See you next time on Discussions with Dina. Wow.